Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hey, this is Keith Chancy from the podcast room of the Canicuck Institute, and we are so excited that you're listening to us today. Today, we have Pete Dyson, and we are so excited about Pete. Pete has been a part of our Canicuck Institute family for over 20 years. He has been faithful to the Lord and written books and stuff that you guys need to look into. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask Pete, Pete, how are you today? Hey, I am great. I love being up here with these kids and because they're always so eager to learn. And every teacher and speaker loves it when you've got an audience that wants to learn. Well, Pete, I got to tell you this. They love you because you are someone that really speaks their language and you really get into their life. And, And this week you really got into their life. They're teaching about the Holy Spirit. You know, Pete, you talk a lot about, you know, how to walk in the Spirit. Could you kind of break that down for me as I'm out there? And I'm kind of wrestling in our world right now. You know, the world's kind of been crazy. We've come through COVID, all that kind of stuff we've come through, and a lot of other struggles. Help me, Pete. How can I understand how to walk in the Spirit? Okay, great question. That doesn't need to be mysterious. Uh, When you walk with someone, you trust them. Mm. And so what is it that we're trusting Well, we're trusting, first of all, the Holy Spirit is always seeking to amplify Christ to us and and encourage us to look to Christ for everything. Mm. And I sometimes call it, uh, I borrow the term, but it's kind of the grip of grace. Mm. He wants us to understand that we are accepted. Mm -hmm. We are beloved sons and daughters of God and that nothing is going to change that. And we can realize we don't have to be afraid of our mistakes. Mm -hmm. We don't have to be afraid of not doing it right Mm -hmm. or doing it perfectly. But he helps us walk in a way, in a path that's going to do that, which is righteous. Mm. You know, Pete, you said something there. You said he makes us walk in that path. How does he make us walk in that path? Because I think sometimes we go, man, does God just supernaturally take over me? How? What does that look like? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. We're not robots, yeah. you know, for sure. But that's what we find out from the Word. Mm. You know, the Holy Spirit is the originator mm-hmm. of the Word. He's the one that inspired people to write. And so we need to understand the principles that are there. Um, David caught this idea in the Old Testament, Psalm 23, when mm. he said, He leads me in paths of righteousness. Awesome. And so the Holy Spirit is always seeking to lead us in that way which is best. Mm. All right. And uh, that's where we need his wisdom. He's mm-hmm. a spirit of wisdom and gives us wisdom for doing that. It's not like he tells us to take this step, that step, or this step, as much as he's saying, walk with me as I am leading you in being righteous and holy in your life. Mm, boy, I tell you what, I like that because I love that feeling of walking in righteousness because that produces a peace, that produces a joy, which is what me as a Christian, I want to walk in that. But you know, Pete, it seems like so often that, um, I don't know about everybody out there, out there in the audience, I sin. And sometimes I quench the spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, when I quench that spirit, Pete, how do I get right again? Okay. Very, very good question. I think one thing that's uh, to make sure you don't confuse, and that is grieving the spirit, which is what we do when we willfully Mm -hmm. sin, you know, and we, omit things that we know we should do. But if we keep doing those, that's when the Holy Spirit's power begins to be quenched or kinked like a hose. Mm -hmm. You know, it's stopped off. 
And if we keep walking in that direction, what happens is, is really the power of that flow is not there. And the Holy Spirit purposely kind of backs away from us mm-hmm. because he wants us to realize, wow, we really can't do this on our own. You know, eventually we mm-hmm. begin to run out of our own, you know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so to get back right is really to just get on our knees, repent, Lord, I'm trying to run my own life and uh, I can't do it. And not only that, I'm not supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. I need to trust you in, in the way this life is lived. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we, we confess, we repent, we trust God, and we ask him again to fill us again with his spirit. Mm-hmm. And he was always there. We were always fully filled. We just undid the kink. Exactly. Qu- quenching doesn't mean he goes away. Right. It just means he's not letting his power flow. Wow. You know? And, and we're not really by mm-hmm. our sin, mm-hmm. but he'll back away from mm-hmm. us so we don't have that peace. Mm-hmm. And when we don't have that peace, we recognize, wait a minute, something's not right. Something's wrong. And you know, Pete, you know, when we feel that feeling that something's wrong, it, it, it causes so much destruction inside of us. Yes. We become a destructive force. We begin right. to do things we shouldn't do or we give in. Well, I'm already so bad. I might as well just give into it. That's right. And we keep looking for other ways to find a worldly peace mm. rather than the peace of God. I love that because, you know, I think there was a time in all of our lives, I know me specifically, that I was running from God, you know, because I believed that my dad had hurt me so bad that I could not forgive my dad. Mm-hmm. And the spirit was saying, no, you do know you need to forgive your dad. Yeah. And I just didn't want to because he had hurt me and my family so bad that I thought if I did that, I was weak. I was weak. Yeah. And I was giving my dad an opportunity to keep hurting others. Mm. And I didn't really put my dad in God's hands. I want him in my hands. Mm. I will show him by hurting him. I'll never let him back into my life. Mm -hmm. But then when God, through the Spirit, allowed me to go, please forgive your dad. Yeah. And I was released from that. I felt the spirit. It was almost as if I went, this gushing went going through me. I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) This is the greatest feeling I've ever felt because he, I didn't realize my dad had me in bondage. Mm -hmm. There you go. Through his sin. Yes. But I was still sinning because I wasn't allowing my dad to be forgiven. That's right. That's right. Wow. I love your words, Mm -hmm. man. You are such an encourager. So, Pete, what is the role of the Holy Spirit in my life today as a believer? Well, his number one role is to present Christ, to keep Christ in front of us. Mm. He acts like a floodlight. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want to be looked at himself, but he puts the floodlight on Christ, reminding us again of all Christ has done for us. Mm. And the mature Christian is a Christian that learns to be confident that God loves me. Mm. And I can rest in that. And that's what the Holy Spirit's continually trying to remind me of. What a great word. I can rest in that, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit is in me. So I'll close with this because this is, to me, this is the question that so many people ask me. They say, Chancy, the Spirit, I can feel him. But now what's my responsibility as a Christian to allow this to work? You know, do I need to do certain things that, mm-hmm. that it all kind of comes together? Mm-hmm. Well, I think one thing to understand, um, <clears throat> you know, our great friend Howard Hendricks. Yeah said that the simplest statement of the Christian life is this. The Christian life is the life of Christ reproduced in the believer by the power of the Holy Spirit in obedient response to the Word of God. So what can I do? 
I need to be faithful to say, this is what God said. So Lord, help me to be obedient to what you say. Mm -hmm. That's where fullness of joy comes Mm -hmm. from. Pete, how do you get that? Because that that seems like that's a little process there. You know, a lot of people, they'll just open their word and they'll kind of like randomly pick a verse and go, that's my life verse. Yeah. But yet they've <clears throat> never studied it. They haven't made the observation of it. Mm-hmm. They haven't really interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And therefore what they're doing is they're saying, uh, you know, to quote Howard Hendricks again, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ready, fire, aim, right. you know, and so <laughs> right. they don't, they're not, what they become is a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word because yes. they make the word fit what they want it to fit yes. and rather than what God's telling them. How would you say that we need to be very careful of that? Well, I, I think I've got to always remember that the, the scripture in the scripture uh, interprets scripture. And so I just need to have a good steady stream of reading the scripture, but not so that I am become a more learned person but so that is washing my thinking. And as I continue to read it, what I'm doing is I'm learning to think like God thinks Mm. because these are his words. Mm -hmm. And so this is how he thinks. Mm -hmm. And so I need to look at how he thinks. And uh, so the Old Testament stories are how I relate to God when I'm faced the lion's den, Mm -hmm. you know, how I face God when I'm backed up against the Red Sea, you know, how I face God when um, I've got a giant to face and stuff. And we understand this is how God works and thinks. And that helps me then to begin to think the same way. Mm -hmm. As Paul writes, you know, be renewed in your mind by the word. And Mm -hmm. so the word of God helps me to begin to think like God Mm -hmm. thinks. Oh, man. Bro, you're helping me because I tell you, there's so many battles that are out there. You know, I know today as you were teaching, you use the passage, uh, I think in Second Corinthians, uh, 10, destroying speculation and yeah. every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of Christ. Yeah. Take every thought captive mm-hmm. towards the obedience of Christ. And so I, my responsibility is to take those thoughts captive, fight for my freedom. Yes. Flee the devil. Yes. <laughs> and make sure I do that right. rightly and yeah. make sure that I am exercising my spiritual disciplines. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said today. Having a quiet time is not the answer. It's the heart behind the quiet time. Yeah. We can check a box off and say, well, I did that today, yeah. but yet it wasn't really important. And it's not the amount of time, right? but it's the quality of the time and who I'm acknowledging. There you go. You got it. It's a wow. personal time. And sometimes with our best friends, it may be a phone call that lasts three minutes. That's right. And that's wonderful. We connected. Mm. That's all God's asking. He's not asking you to spend hours. If you got it, great. But if not, sometimes we can overdo it. Mm. I've had some time to tell people you're reading too much scripture yeah. at once. Mm. You need to just think about a few things and then mull it over and talk yeah. to God about it. Wow. You know, Pete, as we conclude today, I, I want you to do me a favor. Uh, you wrote a book, and, and it's a really good book. Would you tell the audience out there how they could find this book and, and, and just a couple of thoughts that it might help them with? Sure. It's a book called Connecting with God, mm-hmm. and it's how you do, how the Holy Spirit helps you develop just personal time with God as a person. And it's called Connecting with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it through Amazon. Okay. And just, uh, you know, have them send it to you. I would absolutely encourage everybody out there to go online and get this book because I know 
Pete Dyson. And what you look for in life is men that have lived it and that are difference makers. This guy has lived a very healthy life until the Lord. He's not a perfect man, but he's a man that I sure do love and I appreciate his ministry and how God has used him and his faithfulness and, and is making an impact in our world. So look, go check out that book on Amazon and, and get connected with God. Pete, thank you so much. We're so appreciative. And listening audience, we're so thankful for you also out there and may you have the best day ever. Bye now. Amen. Amen.